but I guess the only real way we um we, we should be starting proceedings is to um give a little toast to to the Queen. To Her Majesty, yes. I've already cracked one off for her. Oh, Luke. Um, why? Can I cracked a can. It's, I cracked a can. It's unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> we have, I thought we were no. gonna start civil. No, never. Uh, I did think about trying to get the day off work. Um <laughs> But my my, uh, my boss wasn't in office. But yeah, yeah, mad week. And then a new king mm. is there on the throne, King Charles the Third. Um, they've been talking a lot about how how he's a lot more emotional than than Liz was. Um, so we will we will see. But I think he'll be all right. I think he'll be pretty much as you'd expect. Not a great deal will be done. We're all waiting for Will. That's the big thing. It's like a transition. Yeah. He's, he's he's it almost feels like. He's an AEW interim king. <laughs> and to bring it back to the, uh, the the topic at hand, and um, oh, can we get a money in the bank st- stipulation going here? Can we give him one of those dynamite AEW dynamite chips or whatever they fight for? I, I just hope after the coronation he doesn't have a press conference where he ends up slagging everybody off in the family. And who would do and that? Prince Harry, such a, after such a big moment, Prince. Ha- no, who who would exactly. go into business for themselves exactly. like that? Prince Harry throwing a chair at Camilla while William's trying to get the corgis out of the room and gets bit by the butler. <laughs> Don't talk about Meghan like that. Oh, we've veered off into some. We've talked about the royals and we're talking about the weather here. I know. Yeah. What are we doing? It's like it's like <laughs> we're it's like we're sixty and just having a having a general catch up. What's that talking about? Who you tell you, you'll never guess who's died. You'll never guess who's died. Who's died? Queen. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just doing that old people patter <laughs> of. Well, it's, it's been a bit, hasn't it? It's been like, what have we not recorded in about two months or something? So we're, uh, we're catching up. We got ring rust. A lot's happened. True. Not in just the last two months. Jesus Christ. Let alone this last week. I thought I was all wrestled out after the weekend. After like three big pay per views, I was ready to take like. A nice break, kind of shut Instagram down for a minute, mm-hmm. Twitter for a minute, and then it all kicks off again. Didn't happen, did it? <laughs> what is this wet flannel doing? Hang on, first question though is it a work? Is it a is work? It real? Is it some elaborate genius work that we're uh, supposed to really get a great payoff for? Well, there was. Yeah. There was something some I read. I want to say I read it online. Um, there was a quote I think from I think it was from Punk saying that just wait till you get a load of the press conference at After All Out. But it was like a couple of weeks ago when he said that I think. So yeah, so certainly the the shitting all over the employer was was coming anyway. I think because because conspiracy hat tinfoil hat on i was thinking oh has, has the injury just pushed him over the edge like as he as he got injured and just thought you know what like if i'm going to be going out again i'm gonna just go off on one and make sure they don't forget me um but it looks like he was already planning it 
I've I've read suggestion, yeah, that it was um, sort of premeditated, and it, it it definitely seemed like at the time I was watching it live, and I was like, it it could be a work because of how he's presenting it, because the way he's presenting it was like slightly rehearsed. It's clear he had an agenda there. Look, if if he knew he was injured, who knows? Maybe he knew he was injured a couple of months ago, and he he you know he's braved through two matches. But mm. if he knew he was going out. And this was his last big stage to, you know, air some grievances about the company and, you know, his uh, continuing issues with Colt Cabana. Then, then yeah, just go off. Fuck it. Yeah. Uh, light a fire and be done with it. It's, it can't, I want to believe, I wanted to believe it's a bit of a work that it's leading to something. But when I kind of go down that route, what is the payoff here? Like, is this what we're, we're, we like now? Is it like drama? That's what it is. It's just drama. And and handbags and just bitching at each other. Like, is is this what we're supposed to be enriched by, storyline-wise? It feels like that's what everyone's chasing. But again, this is the issue with, you know, instant, kind of that instant gratification that, that people get from, you know, constantly knowing the news and con- like social, the social media aspects, I guess. This is how, this is the other side of that where everyone needs to know everything now and... You know, there's mm. so many, there's so many channels and dirt sheets, but then companies made up that report everything that the dirt sheets are saying anyway, and and then the speculation gets added to it. The rumor mill starts going, and yeah, it's 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 interesting to watch how the wrestling industry has adapted and shifted with stuff like social media and. And the expectation of fans, because certainly WWE, they've, they've always been the, the pioneers when it came to integrating online use and website and social media, YouTube and stuff. They're always, you know, way ahead of everybody else. But it's it feels like both companies still struggle with, well, all wrestling companies still struggle with that expectation of fandom and fanatics and, and you know, balancing between polarizing opinions. It's it is interesting to to watch. What do you make of um, Tony Khan as a leader? His his booking, it seems, and his ability to generate buzz and and big moments, you know, for 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 a night or two. Like he said, that instant gratification audience. Like he he grabs that, and he seems very very good at that. So, but the thing is, he's got a he's got a locker room of like egos and people with different opinions and and whatnot and is anyone keeping it in line like is this just mm. is all this drama now a result of everyone just being given the freedoms that you know they've been craving getting away from the shackles of wwe is this is this on the other side of it is this you know the bad consequence of all this i don't know it, it, it feels like he's been able to he's definitely found a gap in the market so there's a style of wrestling and he's been able to merge different kind of styles of promotions, I think. And obviously he spent a lot of money as well on, on doing that. So the first two things he absolutely had right. But it, it still feels like he's very naive to how that works. And now now that he's got it, now that he's built this kingdom, yeah, it feels like he's not really got a grasp on managing it. And, you know, it's still a young company. He's still adapting, but it does feel like he needs to, he needs to adapt quicker because if he doesn't do it soon, you know, 
it's they're going to lose they're, they're going to lose a lot of the biggest names they're going to lose a lot of the biggest draws you know he's already had to establish a new way for talent to you know speak to people um talent relations and, and stuff like that you know he, he's had to shift with that recently um and my biggest worry for for tony khan is did he take advantage of vince being in charge of wwe enough at the time obviously he snapped up a lot of the releases which you would expect him to do anyway but it felt like in terms of a quality of product he didn't have as big competition as wwe would have liked while vince was in charge it was lazy storytelling it was poor booking and AEW was was the flip side of that now triple h is in charge he can't make any mistakes he was afforded a lot of mistakes previously when vince was his his biggest competitor and they took him and they adapted and, and the cut you could see visually the company grew and, and adapted and shifted and, and got better and better but now it feels like the wheels i'm not going to say the wheels have come off but they're certainly wobbling and triple h is not going to back down from from a fight and he's he's going to take the wwe product closer to AEW. i'm not going to say it's been the same thing but he's got to get his a game on it's surprising, really, because I I now wonder how many people are backstage in AEW who are just um, happy to collect a check and aren't really uh, invested in the cause. And uh, I mean, there's there's people that I'm sure there's people that love uh, a boss that doesn't really get hand out any discipline and will kind of just book you based on buzz. But I was I I had hoped that AEW were building. Not just a solid roster of on-screen talent, but people in the locker room too, like your Dean Malenko's and your Mark Henry's, Chris Jericho's, Daniel Bryan's of it all. And I'm just, it's strange because I'm surprised that all those veterans and and respected heads, well, I don't know what it's like backstage, but seemingly don't have, um, you know, seemingly haven't built a solid base there. And it's just, it's, 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 it seems like egos, I don't want to say WCW days kind of, I, I, I don't I, just, it, it the structures leaves a little to be desired i think i think the the wcw comparisons really easy for people to make but it's quite lazy because i don't think it's the same it you know i don't think it's the same issues there's there's clearly a a bit of a difference in that generational thinking though the problem is some of those older you know some of the vets that are backstage that are supposed to be producing or supporting or training or whatever it is their roles are, some of them have a reputation for thinking the old ways were the best. Mm-hmm. So actually, they came from a generation that had all this hostility in the back. And what you could argue, all this beef's only started bubbling to the surface since they all were in position. Because before... Before you had Mark Henry there, before you had Paul White and some of the it others. It was called All Friends Wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At one point. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean. Um, it's a good point. So, yeah. you know, it's. I'm not saying they're to blame, but, but you know, like Punk, Punk can be classed as one of those, you know, vets, really. Certainly, you know, he was post-Attitude Era, but he's... He definitely has that older head on his shoulders. And while I think, you know, he probably, he had some points, you know, I think to say that you don't take advice is absolutely stupid. 
as <laughs> apparently it's a strange comment did. yeah but but if, if people aren't willing to do that leave them to it you know there's no you don't have to call them out on it like leave yeah. them to go their way and the ones that do come to you for advice embrace them and help to push them to be the the biggest guys don't don't get your back up because someone thinks that they're good enough to you know and they've got as far as they have without taking advice so they'll carry on doing that you know it's not everybody mm. has to do it the same way and it's yeah it's just but then you know what have the evps been doing because again it's one thing to have that title and to be founders of a company but that comes with a lot of responsibility as well and you know maybe you know it might be exaggerated they might have actually been really really good evps but still you know again it's it's also your jobs to help steady the ship when all you know yeah. it can't all fall back onto tony khan because he's not the only senior member <laughs> of staff there so um it, it, it was it was just weird having him sat next to punk the whole time it really feels like he's not wanted to put the pressure on punk because of the draw that he is and because of the money that he's brought in oh, of course and yeah and now it's bit him on the ass and now he's really gonna have money's to... king it doesn't matter what company that dirty money re- I, imagine if I, like what do you think like do you reckon this is on like the radar of like fulham players or the jaguars like i i wonder how he runs it there yeah i wonder how his 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 stat boy uh, team thing is that run Fulham because they they flip flop they go up and down they get relegated and promoted they do but then I suppose he's less direct with those companies as he is with AEW I guess I'm surprised he's not brought elements of pro wrestling into it like take AEW over to London where you get like Kenny in the books show up at Craven Cottage there to watch Fulham and then CM Punk shows up and they have a big brawl on the field in the middle of an FA Cup quarterfinal match. I mean, they're definitely. I could see. They're definitely doing Craven Cottage next year. The, the, That'd be there's, mega, wouldn't it? There's no way. AEW at the Craven Cottage. Well, there's there's no way that they're not gonna come over next year because it's it's kind of overdue as it is, but obviously COVID happened. But then, yeah, he's. I think he's already said that if they do come over, he's already got a stadium that they can fill out. Yeah. There's there's no reason why they would go anywhere else. You could fit 1,200 AEW fans in the. In England, into Craven Cottage, sure. Could fit ten times that, if there is that many. <laughs> do you th- it, is there? Do you think there's a big AEW following in England? Can you gauge it at all? I don't know. Um, I mean, I see, I see plenty of t-shirts and stuff yeah. walking about. I don't think. So what's what's the attendance at Craven Cottage? Have you been in the so, local hot topic com- lately? <laughs> the local hot topic. We don't have a hot topic. Don't be ridiculous. No. Oh shit! Um, twenty twenty five thousand seven hundred, the capacity at Craven Cottage, and that's probably just seated, I guess. For an event, it could be even more. I wouldn't. Yeah, I, I wouldn't do it at Craven Never Cottage. Never sell that out. Not yet. AEW. Not no. in a recession. Not a chance. In England, in a foreign country. Not a chance. Not yet. But they'll have their WrestleMania there one day. One day. Put put Fulham on the map. I think I don't know how how long could we talk about punk of it all? It's it, it's almost as if he he's unaware that he fucked off for seven years, and I I think you can't come back immediately and adopt yourself as hey I'm the locker room leader because I've done this this and this like like he he binned off the business mm-hmm. like Daniel Bryan people like Daniel Bryan had to retire 
sorry, Brian Danielson. Uh, but he kept in it. Like he he kept around. He kept trying to contribute to the business, even though he he was being put in like bullshit GM roles where he was getting bitched out by the Miz on telly. Yeah. So so he's he's people would listen to him more. But it just with with Sir Philip Brooks, it seems like he's just always coming from a place of um, almost victimhood. Everything's happening to me, uh, and and my drama should be your drama. Like I'm not going to take this. We're not going to take this. And he's he's sort of adopting himself now, still as this voice of the people. And it's like, what what are his issues that we're supposed to get behind as as people? He's not the voice of the voiceless anymore. Like that's over. No, and he's, he seems to be coasting on that a little bit. What and and all the while kind of elevating himself when I thought the original plan was to really elevate talent and he's not really I mean we'd have to look but I can't think of any of his opponents or people that he's worked with that he's elevated mm. since coming back and I don't know I mean he had he had the match with Derby which was buried which was great I, I wouldn't say Derby was buried but he didn't win <laughs> um the thing is, but, he, but he since looked. Then? No, but he, he looked. Darby looked good up against a huge name, and it was there were there were you know it was a that that match was was great. You know the the, the kind of first first return was was fantastic. Um, you know, it, the MGF rivalry was probably the best one of, if not the best rivalry yeah. that that's been on TV this year. That was that that, that was incredible. I'm giving MJF. I'm giving MJF most of the credit for that one. Fair. I'm giving him at least 75 percent of the credit for that. MJF was just on a hot <laughs> hot run. Whoever whoever he worked with. But I I do think you're in it for the MJF of it all. I I think. But I I do think punk. It was punk, a colliding of ele- huge characters. Punk elevates that MJF. You know MJF steps up to the plate even more because he stood across from CM Punk and he's having to up his promo game even more so right. personally. Um what what is a shame though is that a lot of that work is undone because two of the big stories out of all out, other than obviously Punk winning in fact no three things that happened. So the MGF return is completely buried. The Obviously, elite and the, the the trios titles all of a sudden are buried. Yep. And Moxley's all Moxley's effort and stupid. Just again, just what a waste. WWE gave them a layup. NXT gave them a layup. Mm-hmm. The the NXT UK for me got. I was disappointed to see that because they got shit on NXT, right? So that seemed like an advantage that AEW could take. And then at uh, Clash, where Drew loses, gives everyone that blue balls, unsatisfied ending. Like that, that then at that point, AEW should have should be taking full advantage and just putting on the absolute best show that you can, because you because WWE have sort of not let down, but kind of blue balls everyone. And now we're not talking really about anything that happened at All Out. We're talking about Solo Sequoia, uh, a guy from Developmental coming up, which happened at Clash, but we're not talking about any moments from All Out because this guy comes in and, and just... Yeah. It's like, no, that pay-per-view's done now. I need to, I need to say some stuff. Mm-hmm. Let's make my drama your drama. And it's like, 
Yeah. That could, that was your weekend to win. Mm-hmm. And they just, they fucked it. Yeah. He fucked it. If The fact that we're still talking about Seamus Gunther, you know, oh, and, 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 and we've had a Raw and SmackDown since as well. In fact, and then they've just elevated that match even more by having the tag match that they had on SmackDown. So oh my God. they're just building and building and it, it does it doesn't get any worse for them at all. Uh and, and even yeah, the main event, you know, Castle was a really, really solid show, I thought, from from start to finish. And you're right, you know, we're talking about matches, we're talking about moments. And yes, the, there were so many matches on all out. There were so it was so you know, it was such a packed card and and the builds yeah. only really came together three weeks before for it all. And mm. yeah, you, you're absolutely right. There's, everyone's talking about one mo- one moment off off the back of it, and the, the the everyone's talking more about the thing that they didn't see than they are all the stuff mm-hmm. they did. You know, three minutes that they didn't see compared to three and a half hours that they did that they did watch. But there's so many moments during that event that we should be talking about, and matches, like and um, statements that that wrestlers made. We we should move on from bloody phil now mm-hmm. um like powerhouse hobbs and ricky starks yeah. like that rivalry came out of a a good solid classic like tag team breaking up you know what i mean yes uh and then and you know and the the organic the organic feel of ricky starks's promos where where he's saying you know how he's deserving of the spotlight and you can't really argue with him he works his ass mm-hmm. off so they had a really solid match ultimately you know hobbs got that really quick um fast spine buster and it was kind of all over in a, yeah. in a heartbeat which which makes sense like he's the size of him compared to ricky like it makes sense that result yes. but solid match like solid feud mm-hmm. uh, and and you know we should be talking about that Hobbs should be in that tournament by the way and then you've got the christian and jungle boy oh yes kind of i totally they forgot about that match i totally yeah. forgot about that like the oh the cameraman mr trick uh on that um on on the jungle boy thing so Jungle Boy came out of the, Good guy the face tunnel. Yeah. Yeah. And then he looks back and all of a sudden um Luchasaurus is behind him. Yeah. It's like, no, he should have panned out and show and yes. shown Luchasaurus coming through the heel. Like a yeah. uh, little detail there, but whatever. Um but you know, a good you know, it, it it's a twist. Um I was sort of hoping they would have the blow off match and you know, now that Christian's injured, you kinda wish they did. But still great moments there. And you've got a good feud coming out of it there. God, what else? Jade Cargill just mm-hmm. destroying Athena. Like, that's a talking point. Yep. When does she go for the main women's title? What a, um, what a great match that was as well, because you had you know, Athena coming out, out of the cage and just, you know, really going for it with her. And and you got that sense of speed and kind of mm. impact that, that was, you know, Jade was on the ropes for a bit and I was panicking for fantasy faction reasons, just being like, oh no, please say this isn't it. Please, and, you know, I, I'm a sucker for, you know, falling for stuff and getting sold to all the time anyway. But um, <laughs> yeah, the, the, there was, you know, the first few minutes of that match was looking shaky and then all of a sudden, like classic, classic Goldberg style match, you know, where on the ropes and then the comeback happens and she looks yeah. awesome doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Really once once that comeback happens, once the uh, momentum starts to pick up, like that's the the storm of of Jade Cargill. It's like once she's revved up, can't stop it, and it was just over yep. all of a sudden. A little bit the same with Hobbs, and yeah. So there should be so many talking points coming out of that. Mm. Uh, the trios tournament. I mean, I guess the MVPs booked themselves to win. Sure, 
we should have had Aussie Open and, and Will Aussie um, versus the Elite in the main event. I think that would have been a lot better. But I guess, you know, putting that on the show before um, gets ratings too. So, yeah, it, it it should have been a lot better than it was. Or it should have been more talked about than it was. It, um, it definitely should. It definitely should. But there you go. But then, but then um, again, you know, you look at what's come off the back of it and how they're trying to course correct. You know, we all love a tournament, although it feels it's starting to feel like we're getting done to death with tournaments. Es- too many tournaments, especially because there's so many vacated titles. But I'm all for it. I'm intrigued. I'm mostly intrigued because, however, this tournament ends. It feels like it has to end with MJF. You know, the end goal is MJF becoming the champ. Yeah. And I'm really, part of me really wants to see Jericho win the tournament. Mm. But then it makes no sense for what would come after that. It makes no sense for MJF to beat Jericho because neither of those need should be a face. No. And then, you know, obviously there's Moxley. But again, you know, do you have do you have Moxley win it? Do you, do you have Sammy beat Mox in the next round? No, they wouldn't but, dare. But how do you how do you make one of your white hot heels even more hated? Have him beat Mox, give Mox his holiday. And then have him get absolutely butchered when it when he comes back, and it, while it would be great to see Mox and Danielson in the final again, you know, and, yeah. and, and and have another match, you know, around two on that. What if you add Danielson and Sammy, or even Jericho Sammy would be interesting, but I think Danielson Sammy would be great. Danielson wins. And then MJF cashes in and gets the belt. And it feels like, you know, order is restored, but then you need to you need to keep it on MJF for as long as you can. You really need to keep it on as because yeah. that at the moment the the TNT title is worth more than the heavyweight title for AEW at the moment. The the tag titles are, you know, the the TBS mm-hmm. and, and Again, the women's is is an issue. Thankfully, Tony Storm's got it, and again, hopefully, she keeps it f- for a little while just to kind of stabilize it a little bit. But over outside of the tournament, probably the best thing to happen off the back of Phil spitting his dummy out and the elite uh, getting getting an elite beatdown backstage. Mm-hmm. AEW's first ever double champ. The bastard pack. Oh, what a bastard! What a bastard! Death triangle. That is great news. So good. So happy. What a, that is. What a good choice. Because oh apparently Dark God. Order was set to be in the match, but was it Alex Reynolds? I think is injured. So, Someone so again injured. another injury, which isn't good news. But yeah, what a great, what a great shout for just again that stability. Somebody you can just hopefully a team that will just take your mind off everything that had happened yeah and just give you some entertaining bloody matches just what a shame that house of black won't be around to to go for you know to to, to compete for it but yeah great great shout so excited to see see that reign begin 
Yeah, they're um, fair play to AEW because they they served a good reset kind of this week on on the backs of it all. And and credit where credit's due to Tony Khan in actually suspending the people involved and and you know pulling the trigger right away. So yeah, this week with the vacating of the titles, not doing the whole interim nonsense, and just you know putting belts on them right away on uh, on Death Triangle. Definitely a good move. And then, you know, we don't have to have a big spotlight on those belts. You can have just solid six mans um, every couple of weeks for those and, and you know, bring the fun side, yeah. um, you know, back to it again, you know, focus off of the drama. Um, and then, yeah, it's another tournament, yeah, but, but with the, I guess you have to do a tournament for the AEW belt. The brackets are questionable. Sammy and Jericho would probably be my least favorite. For the final, not you know, not. Um, I don't think we're with. We need to go that direction with the with the world belt. My my pick would be Danielson, though. I think, I think we need to get Mox on holiday right after this tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, I I can see Bolton Bolton Combat Club in the final. Um, with with Danielson and Moxley and just yep. putting on a real banger. Um, is the thing is the whole thing with MJF? Does he he cashes it in and then he can declare it for a future date, or is it the same as a money in the I bank? I don't know. Is- in in my head, I've just decided that it's a money in the bank situation. But mm. um, I'm really I'm really not sure. I I think it's time for a fresh like AEW champion. Like put it on Danielson for a bit. Give him a good. I mean, I don't know when the next um, when's the next big AEW pay per view? It's not going to be for a few months, is it? Um, I mean the next the next biggie is November, isn't it? It's um, full gear. Oh yeah, yeah. So no- November that that be but they do have MJF cash in then. But but they do have special. You know the the next one is Grand Grand Slam. That's a special yeah. event, isn't it? Um, yeah. They have Battle of the Belts four coming up on the eighth of October. That'll be good. So that that See, would I'd, be a good one. I'd give it Danielson to hold it down for a couple of months. Like it, it's a fresh look. We've been kind of clamoring for it since he came back. Yeah, he, we teased it. He's been in a couple of matches. He's been there on the peripheries. You know, Marks obviously is Mister Reliable, and him with the belt is just it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially after his impassionate promo the other day, and you know, that belt doesn't represent drama. So, so do you do that? Do you give it to Danielson for a little while, or do you have like two months? Dynamite Grand Slam, Danielson wins it. After which MJF comes out and says, "See you Friday at Rampage Grand Slam," because that's when their match is. Danielson still not fully recovered from a grueling match with his best mate Marks. Hmm. Then gets sad work. Then gets you know screwed by MGF's new gang. You know you end up with warfare between the Combat Club and MGF's new cronies. Bad work. That's um, that's a good heelish move. Um, definitely interested to see how his his group will come into play. Mm. Um, and in the coming shows, they have to. Yeah, they that, have that would to, work. Surely. Then you can you don't. You, if they do that, they can always get the rematch back at um, at full gear. Um, I don't know. Keep keep 
Keep teasing it a bit longer though. This MJF thing. Yeah. Although, um, have you seen? Have you seen where Full Gear is this year? Don't say Chicago. New Jersey. New Jersey. Oh, is that where he's from? I think. Where's MJF from? Who? Isn't he from New Jersey? I might be wrong. I thought he was from some snobbish place that only sells Burberry. Um, Has 12 Burberry stores. He's down as New York. Okay. Oh, my God. There it is then. Yeah. Hold on to it. Plainview, New York. Could happen. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Put it on Danielson for a bit. Have a fresh look. Um... Him with the title belt, you know, defending it a few times. Oh, but then, um, oh no, because obviously uh, Grand Slam's in New York as well. It's in Queens. Oh, well. Oh, well, then you have MJF uh, it coming out afterwards uh, and making the crowd happy, saying, okay, next time we're, we're around here in the you know, yeah, New yeah, York yeah. area. Maybe, maybe. We're cashing it in, oh, and then uh, and then we get the anticipation because that's what you need. You need some. You need nah longer anticipation. He's, we know it's coming. He's not come back if he's not winning it. He's he's winning it at Rampage Grand Slam. I'm telling you now, he's winning it next week. <laughs> he's ca- he, he's crashing the tournament. <laughs> do you know what he did do this week? Very smart man. So he's been dropping WWE references mm. all over the place. Um, I'd love to see him in WWE, by the way. Um, he acknowledged the tribal chief and the bloodline he did. this week. I saw that. Good man, good man. He knows he knows what's up. He does indeed. Um, ooh, did you see? Let's, let's shift on to WWE for a bit. Um, and all the changes there. So, the oh, what are they call them the Maxwell male models or something like yes, that. Maxim- maximum male models. Did you see our man uh, cut a promo oh, I afterwards? Did. And say something to the effect of, um, you have to go through the day to get to the night. Yes. And then he gave that little, yeah. What a, what a, like, what a little run this is. Like, like we, we've been, we've been complaining about name changes, Vince name changes for forever. And then Triple H comes in with this just genius little thing. He's like, Hey, we're going to go on a little, um, a little season of name change comebacks we're not going to sign new people and just do debut 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 like AEW. no we're going to utilize the talent we already have yeah you know take one little step back in order to take three steps forward mm-hmm. everyone gets the names back uh everyone who wants it anyway um i know gunther didn't want uh, to go back to no walter maybe that makes sense you know the the new the new gunther now the uh the vegan that he looks fabulous by the way um you know, maybe that that's Gunter and, and Walter is no more. Maybe in later life he puts on some pounds again and Walter yeah. returns, but um but yeah, we've got um Butch that might come back to Pete Dunn. He brought his attire back. Yeah, he's slowly making that transition back, isn't he? Um but goddamn LA Knight with a microphone on yes. SmackDown is gonna be something. Yes, and please. Do you know what? What one thing that would have held LA Knight back under Vince was, um, he's his his height. So mm. you've seen it before, haven't you? Like people under six foot, and I think he's under six foot. Like I'll I'll look it up, but he's he's not the tallest man. And even though like, you could have every other thing in your arsenal, and he's he's Jack too. Like he's a muscly guy, but something about Vince being I don't know. He was a bit of a heightist, but now now we've got Papa H in in the seat. Yeah, I mean, he's just oh, I think he's just over six foot. 
I think he might be sick. See, in wrestling world, mm. but yeah, yeah. Um, but no, absolutely, he he doesn't have that Vince physique, whereas a Triple H physique is, can you wrestle? <laughs> yeah, and just just can do you it. pop off on the mic? Can you yep. get a reaction? Yeah. Oh my God, LA Knight's about to go off. Yeah, he's oh he's who has it? His wrestling height is six two, I think. Nobody has him in fantasy, do they? Ooh. No, nope. He's... I drafted in some more people today. I spent some points. I saw that. I saw that. Not as not as wise spending as mine this week, but at least you've at least you've spent something. I'm holding on to Omas for Rumble season. I'm hoping. Oh, there's, there's been some. Oh, you've made a tag team trade as well. Yeah, well, you have yeah. spent the points. I'm. Uh, I've gone for Imperium. Imperium. I really needed the Creeds to win at Worlds Collide. Fuck. We needed the Creeds to win. We did. We really did. I will say, though, despite despite the Bucks and Omega getting suspended, and Omega's our captain, we're, we're top of the pile uh, this week on 130 points. Um, this is the public fantasy faction we're talking about um, that we have with uh, eight other podcasts, uh, but we're we're top of the shop. We had uh, we had Lashley, we had Claudio, and we had uh, Wardlow in title matches. It won't last long. So fortunate, <laughs> and it won't, it won't we last can't, long. We can't sustain this. Um, oh, Raquel, maybe maybe Raquel can bring us on. But Kenny Omega as our captain, suspended likely for at least thirty days, which will render him and the Bucks out of this round. <laughs> Uh, weirdly enough high side of the ropes who also made the same call as us Omega as captain and Bucks as the team are second on 110 oh my god where do we go from here where do we go uh, from no, here no yeah so yeah triple uh, yeah triple H he's, he's had a couple of months in it now so like um, I don't know is it is it is it looking good does the future look rosy he's you've seen a lot of his old NXT elements in there like your Dexter Loomis's and uh, you know things happening in the background, the Easter eggs and and whatnot. Yeah, um, I think it's it's working. It's it's definitely working. You know, it's such a. The thing is, you can't necessarily look at it as he's still fixing a lot of the things that came before him. See, <coughs> at this point, you can only really judge it based on each show. You know, the, the quality of mm-hmm. every raw, the quality of every SmackDown. And and obviously we've had the first kind of premium event. Um, let's be honest, it's a pay-per-view. We've had the first pay-per-view. I'm not calling it premium no. live event. It's a pay-per-view. It is. It absolutely I mean, is. I, nev- I never pay for him, but... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. all, all you can do is judge it, judge it week by week. And so far, you know, the product is vastly improved. You know, there's always going to be little niggles here and there that, that you could you could change. But it feels it feels really good. It feels like people seem to be happier. People are coming back. You know, there's some great stars. We've got Gargano's first match back coming on. Um, well, it probably already have happened by the time this goes out. But this week will be Gargano's first match back, and it just it just feels good. It, it's interesting to see how he's gonna not necessarily fix, but resolve some of the still kind of ongoing stories, mainly kind of the bloodline 
and I'm really hoping that the bloodline now are on this kind of recruitment recruitment drive of just mm-hmm. you know periodically now we'll see more and more of the family members being on TV you know showing the acknowledgement of oh yes of of the line and of of reigns which is the best possible build for one certain family member to be the one to turn around and go whoa whoa whoa, whoa. no you're mm-hmm, not the greatest mm-hmm. ever and obviously that takes us to wrestlemania next year it's it feel it's so did, did you see the um the kickoff to the nfl season the other day i did I saw XFL owner The Rock yep. kicking off the NFL season. What the fuck? At the stadium that WrestleMania is at next year. Yeah. As The Rock. There are no coincidences. Oh, come yeah. on. It has to be happening. It has to be happening. There's it no is. way it's not. There's no way it's not. You, I'm so ready for it. Usually you, you hear by now. Usually you hear by now. Usually Dave Meltzer's got a hold of um, The Rock's schedule and like, no, he's booked up yep. in movies or during WrestleMania season. No, no, no. It's it's gotta be happening. We're gonna be there for it. We are going we'll, to be there. Well, by the way, should we should we buy our well? Should we look at tickets in England? Yeah, we'll look at that when you when you're over. Have a cheeky look. Yeah, maybe we'll buy our tickets live on a podcast. Oh, oh my yes, god, let's get it booked. Um, we can we can fantasy book the card. Let's do that. Yeah, we can. Yes. Do you have any old WWE games we can play? I've got the N64, Anna. Yes, let's play. Yes, let's play. Um, yeah, main. It it's definitely happening uh, next year with the bloodline. I I think it's a smart move bringing Solo in because with Roman's sort of reduced schedule and that, you don't really want to have the bloodline regularly represented. You know, just by the Usos and Sami Zayn. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think it needs it needs um. Uh, alternating dynamics when Roman's on TV and everyone's together it's clear that he's at the top now we've got now you can sort of shift those dynamics where the Usos are sort of at the front line um, bringing up uh, younger brother Solo and that's an interesting um, dynamic so it's not the same every week with that family and also I just think it's fucking hilarious how Sami Zayn is in the bloodline yeah so good what the fuck and he's calling everyone Us and he's deep AF deep af he's deep af into the bloodline so good so good um it's the best thing going other really Um. interesting factor as well is that so by next year in fact this year really technically um roman will have been a wrestler for twice as long as the rock ever was Wow. So The Rock was only around for six years. And how long was he uh, training in that before, I wonder? Doing... What was The Rock's pre... Not that long. It was... So so was it... Was it 97 when he made his debut? Or 96? Yeah. Um, But even, you know, before that... I mean, Rock wasn't going around the indies for years, was he? No. No, he wasn't. I, I suppose. I suppose Roman wasn't either. But um, I mean, he was literally. He was straight in at WWF. So that's mad. Yeah, you forget how how short like like Austin's reign 
Austin's run in WWE was like massively short. Mm. I think CM Punk was gone longer than Austin's, you know, reign in WWE. Shit, he came in in what ninety four? Ninety four was gone in 03, something like that. I don't know. Um, man, that's a stat. So that could be brought up in a promo. So absolutely, yeah. That, that's what I'm thinking. It's like, well, you know, you might have been the greatest of your generation, but Roman's had the longest title run since before their generation. It's nuts. Plus, he's been around, you know, and he's been a top name in WWE for longer than The Rock was. Like, it's it's insane. <laughs> Plus, he's beat Brock. Yeah. Multiple times. Yeah. It, it, wild. Roman beat Brock at SummerSlam. The Rock couldn't do that at SummerSlam. Oh, it's just mm. all... There's, there's, there's levels to it. So many levels. So Holy many shit. levels. Yeah, I think I think it's fair to say... If, if, if AEW are smart, they're going to take a little bit of a step back and try and try and go back to their roots a little bit going into this next, I think, six to eight months. They've got to know that like WrestleMania's coming. It's probably going to be the biggest ever. Um, and the fans online have been particularly brutal. I'm taking a massive break from Twitter. Um, so AEW are going to get hammered and hammered and hammered going forward, I feel like. I, I don't think it stops here um you know this triple h ride people are um people are going to want to stick on for a good while and so so AEW needs to sort of i I think sort of quietly you know get momentum going again and 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 try and stay away from um focusing on peeking behind the curtain or or tearing the curtain down completely Mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah but um yeah i mean still looking forward to it all like like I love having AEW around. Like this is so this is such a refreshing era. Yes. To be in. Um and to have you know we're not saying two big companies that are equal and going to war every week, you know, it, like WCW for a time was um beating WWE and, and dominating them and was arguably the bigger company, but that's mm-hmm. not that's not really what AEW is and will be, but that's all right. They're they're setting up like they're providing um great competition and sort of great lessons for WWE to learn on yeah. in some ways too. So it it's brilliant they're they're around. I like yeah. I, I yeah, I love having them around. They're it, it's refreshing. It's it's definitely brought um some life back into the scene. Yeah, it has. Do you, do you want to go over the predictions and the the quickly summarize Ooh. the three events? Maybe don't think so i definitely do <laughs> all right we'll get the scores up shit i um i absolutely thought that i was going to end up being potentially behind or certainly I mean, it was all going to be tied up by the time we got to the end of this run up. i made a couple of silly predictions there i went uh so we predicted we didn't do uh, Worlds Collide, did we? No, we didn't. We got cl- so we got Clash. Um, we ended up um, so going in, going into Clash, going into Clash. Yes, you were at one point three nil down. Mm-hmm. You'd brought it back. You'd won two consecutive events, including SummerSlam. So it was then three two. Yes, yes. 
Bear in mind, this is for not only steaks and beers, but there's also the forfeit of wearing a particularly shameful T-shirt to WrestleMania next year, potentially even holding up a sign declaring how little one of us, you, knows about wrestling. I'll wear it for a match. (laughs) (laughs) You'll wear it for longer than that, sir. So, yeah, it was 3-2. I was on the ropes. It felt like I'd completely wasted a lead. Mm -hmm. And then we go into Clash. What happened? So, there were six matches at the time of us predicting. I think that's what it ended up being like. Yep. Um, And so... We only agreed on two being... matches as well. We only agree on two matches, so yeah. Uh, Bailey and Bianca. Uh, so that was... I. You went for Team Bailey. I went for Team Bianca, stupidly. Like, I don't know what I was thinking there. I think I'd had a beer at that point. <laughs> uh, Team Bailey won. Uh, again, another oh, another error on my part. Edge Mysterios versus Judgment Day. You went for Edge. I went for Judgment Day. Edge, Team Edge won, of course. Of course, we're going to make the crowd pop. Uh, we agreed on Liv beating Shayna. Um, and you went for Sheamus over Gunther. I did. Thought the hometown crowd was going to go happy. No, WWE were not liking the UK and Ireland I really, this weekend. I really thought if they weren't going to put the belt on Drew, they were going to put it on Sheamus. Just to they it. both lost. And, and they both lost. That, that weekend, I mean... We should have seen the Queen coming because that weekend was terrible for the British Isles. And it just, the bad luck continued. Triple H killed the Queen. Triple H killed the Queen. And gave us a terrible new Prime Minister all at the same time. Shit, he's the heel. Maybe he's the heel. Maybe we should be getting behind Phil. He's the the greatest heel of all time, but we'll get onto that on another podcast. My goodness. Uh, Seth Rollins versus Riddle. You went for a draw? Another pay-per-view and another I re- non-ending for them? I really thought it was going to be one of those they just batter the piss out of each other so much that either the match never officially gets started or it ends up just being the ref loses control, double count out, something like that, and then naturally that then goes on to extreme rules is what I thought. Yeah, Didn't see the Seth win coming. Uh, but Seth did. So... Uh, Roman and Drew, we both broke the the age-old rule that you shouldn't always back Roman. Yep. Uh, But we didn't. We went for Drew. We went for the pop. We went for the moment. Cardiff, it was set up. It was there. But alas, Roman won. So it was 3-3 on the night. We uh, draw, a ball draw uh, on the night. So it was 3-2 going into all out. And bloody hell, this is a big spreadsheet. <laughs> Got about 27 matches here. <laughs> I'm not going to go for them all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> bloody hell. Um, how many were there? Oh, God. 14. So many. So many. Four, 14 matches on the night. It was, it was night. like a late 80s WrestleMania card, wasn't it? I know. <laughs> oh, my God. Ridiculous. Um, this is why I was so wrestled out after the weekend filling in all this uh so yes i must acknowledge you so you um you stopped my momentum uh 
you stopped it at Clash with a draw, and then you took advantage the next night and won 11 to 8. 11 out of 14 yes. is uh, very fucking good. It's pretty good. Let's see the ones you got. Let's see the ones you didn't get. Okay. Let's focus on the negative. Sure. If that makes you feel better. <laughs> if that makes you feel better. Um, I, uh, oh, you were team punk on the night, weren't I you? I was, oh, yeah. God. So I, I thought Jungle Boy was going to get the win. And so I got that one yeah, wrong. That would have been nice. Got that one wrong. I went for that. I also thought um, Jamie Hayter was going to win the, the women's match. I really thought it was Could her see time. That's because you've been looking at her ass on Twitter for the last four <laughs> I, weeks and thought it's in the stars. Tony Khan's seeing this. He's going with the crowd. I don't know why the algorithm keeps keeps sending me those images. Me neither. I, just, I This is why Elon Musk never bought it in the end. You know? Yes. Yeah. absolutely We're, ridiculous. Our timeline's been taken up Res- by all this. Respectfully, uh, I thought Jamie Hayter was going to win. She did not. I also thought that the acclaimed, I thought it was their time. I thought we were getting the breakup of too. Swerve and Glory, and that, that didn't happen. And then do you know what? I really just had this feeling inside where I thought, they might put the belts on Dark Order. And in hindsight completely stupid because they held them until Kenny came back like the whole purpose you know was to to put it on Kenny really wasn't it yeah but um yeah yeah there was just a little bit of me that thought you know what they might they might look after Dark Order and they might only have it for a week but they might just put the the straps on Dark Order and and they didn't so there you go but I did I did call the casino ladder match winner fair play to you fair play I um so when I was watching the pay-per-view and that match was over, I filled it out. Uh, I f- filled out the spreadsheet and um, I had to wait on that. I was like, how long are we going to have to wait on this prediction? Like, when is it going to be revealed who that, that devil character was? So, um, but thankfully, later in the night, you were... Uh, do you know what? It was... What was the score going into that? So going into that main event, it was nine... It was nine to eight, nine to yeah, it was nine to eight. So I think if if Moxley had won, it would have been nine nine, and then if MJF hadn't have showed up at all, then yep. it would have been a draw. Could have been a lot of things. Well, I could have gone for could have been could have would have should have gone for Jericho. Could have would have should have. It's four two going into oh god, what is it? We're gonna have what eight events left? Gotta have eight of the most. Yep. All to play for. Still all to play for. All to play for. Yep. I tell you what, the uh right. the, the Raw Rumble's gonna be the one. Raw Rumble's gonna be the one, I reckon. Oh, it's in Texas. I wish a I wish a rumble would come to California. It's on a bucket list, see one of those live. I'd love to watch a rumble live. So yeah, so Riley's back in the lead, four to two. Good for you. Good for you. Oh, right. What else is there to say other than uh, some thank yous and acknowledgements to um, some other people in our community? So I've been a busy boy the last few weeks. You have indeed. I missed. I missed. Um, I missed all sorts. Weirdly enough, when you were in Denmark, I made a call to Denmark. <laughs> you did. And uh, and chatted to Nikolai from the Wrestler in Ognorden Danish Wrestling Nerd uh, podcast, and we had a very pleasant chat 
about you know the current state of wrestling a little bit about the danish uh wrestling scene in fact he gave me a couple of people on the danish scene to look out for carlos zamora and sunshine machine um so check those guys out um when you can he's hoping well we, we, we were chatting about it we were both hoping that this um nxt europe that's possibly being planned will you know shed some light on the danish scene but apparently there's a lot of politics that are stopping the uh the wrestling scene over there from thriving there's like some territory stuff going on Ooh. where owners like don't really want to work together oh. so it's sort of a uh, it's 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 stopping it from thriving on the on the national uh, scene uh unfortunately shocking so if you're in denmark and you're listening sort it out work together don't be a punk be a mark come on you know you, what I mean? you've already got the most expensive beer in europe don't <laughs> don't don't put fans off even more yeah come on denmark but we had uh you know we had we had a good chat there it was it was nice we'd uh and he actually we, we're gonna we're gonna see him next year him and his uh his two young boys his two sons are going to wrestlemania yes. so they'll be in la and he proposed a little bit of a live recording sesh of course so we'll do um we'll do loads of crossovers i wonder how many how many of our, um of our brothers are going um, but yeah, can't wait to see uh, to see Nikolai there. Amazing. Um, shout out to his co-host too, uh, Chaos, who uh, also wrestles on the Danish wrestling scene. Not that Chaos. I was going to um, say, what? I thought so too. I was like, see? And also, uh, also had the pleasure of going on uh, a live stream of Wrestling for Life during during Clash. You um, did. So the, the, the wife was away for a few days. I was at home. Um I was uh, exercising the pants optional rule, um, you know, when I'm on my own, and uh, popped on a wrestling for life YouTube uh, stream with uh, with KJ and Nick. And uh, again, yeah, we had a really nice, pleasant chat. I was in there for a, uh, a couple of matches. Yeah, just kind of catching up and engaging with um, fellow brothers within the scene. Yeah, they were cool dudes too, uh, up in Canada. So if you want to check those guys out. Uh, search for wrestling for life network on youtube they do multiple shows every week they the the thing is they they do uh live stream uh live streams of events so you know raw nxt dynamite rampage smackdown impact like pay-per-views uh they are there every single night so definitely check them out they're the uh fastest growing network i think in wrestling right now uh, if I could be as so bold as to say mm. and they are in our fantasy faction league which you can um catch on uh, our instagram page so um you'll catch the updates up there uh, by the time this episode goes out uh we'll have a round six uh week one update and uh i guess we should acknowledge everyone else uh who is in that too uh the official william who won our inaugural uh mark madness tournament congratulations to him um you uh, we've also got a to the k wrestling boys from liverpool there crushing it getting all the good interviews. Yeah. Mickey James, The Godfather. I know. Jesus, killing it over there. Those boys are working and, with Top Brew as well. Working with Top Rope Brewery as well. Top Rope Brewery, yeah. Uh, I, uh, I'd i love to... Oh, I wonder if we can go to Liverpool. Ah, I don't know. I, I'm only over there for two weeks. Shall I get some Top Ropes in for... I think you should get some Top Ropes in. Yes. I'll get some Top lad. Ropes in for when you're here. Yeah, A to the K. I love, I love what they're doing. Yeah, as I said, Wrestling for Life Network, The Outsiders Connection, The Dirty Heels, those damn dirty heels, and uh, our new uh, addition to Fantasy Faction, The Wrestling Takeover. Oh, and sorry, High Side of the Ropes as well. Uh, our day one is there. They were, they've were they been in the game since the beginning. 
So much community engagement. Sorry, let me take a quick drink of water right you've been, now. You've been talking a lot. One last one. Uh, thank you to Jabba Tears and Battle Club Pro. They put on an event in Brooklyn uh, recently, Jabba Slam 2. The main event featured uh, Big Swole versus Mia Yim, and we were um, thankful to have the opportunity to sponsor that event too. Very much appreciated for that. So thank you to Jabba Tears and Battle Club Pro. By the way, Jabba Tears, one of my favorite wrestling podcasts out there. If you can listen to their latest episode uh, titled Phil... If you if you're a CM Punk fan, don't listen to it. If you're a Mox fan, uh, it, it's a good one. It's a good one. So I listened to that this morning when I was gearing up for this. I think that is it until we're until I'm in England. I'm going to be in England in about a week. Until you're back in Blighty. Can't wait. I don't have an outro. I didn't even get to the intro. Oh, I wrote a savage intro for you next time. Oh, next time, next time. It feels it feels like we're in peace times at the moment. It feels like we've. Um, you know. We're in mourning for we the are. Queen, you know. We are in mourning. We should we should be a little nicer. <laughs> um, be kind yes. to each other. But yes, can't wait to be there in person. We're gonna play uh some WWE games on N sixty four. What games have you got? Um so I've got WCW NWO Revenge. Brilliant. WrestleMania two thousand. I think I've got No Mercy as well. Um, nice. I, f- I feel like I might have a PlayStation One in the garage as well. I need to go and have a look, have a route round. In a SmackDown versus Raw. Oh, a bit of maybe even further back than that. I'm thinking Warzone. OG SmackDown. The first one with all the yep. ridiculous camera flashes yep. on every single move. Yep. If I've got yes. if I've got Warzone, we're having a party. In fact. If the PlayStation still works, I'm getting on eBay and I'm ordering Warzone. All right. Well, I guess we're still chatting to people, aren't we? Uh, yeah. Tarara, everyone. We thought you'd gone. We're just talking about games there. Yeah, we've just gone off into our usual ramblings of reminiscing. Um, yeah, we're done. We're done. Go on. Bugger off. Bugger off. Get out of here. <laughs> what are you still doing here? Tarara. Well, long live the king. Hey. Long live the king. Not that. If you're not, into that. Song, not that yeah. king. The, the actual bomb. The King of the Ring, Xavier Woods. There's so many kings. King Ricochet. King Ricochet. King Ricochet. King Woods. <laughs>